The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't vote. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, I am a boat. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liber- <laughs> liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, DBXYZ. Didn't know if I could get all those people in there after that little tongue twister. But uh, anyway, it's middle of the day, so that's why that happened. Welcome to the Sons of Liberty. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Sons of Liberty Media.com and also Sons of Liberty Radio.com. But if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to Sons of Liberty Media.com and there you're going to see two videos uh, at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from the previous day. Be sure and catch that up until 3 p.m. Eastern, at which time he'll be live in that little area right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got there. Look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat over there on Rumble. A lot of friends over there this morning, so good morning to you guys. And then also be sure to subscribe to the channel while you're over there, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the name of the channel on Rumble. And then uh, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. Um, Also be sure to... Give some support to those guys over there for giving us a, a platform, and we appreciate that very much. Right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com, you can sign up for our email newsletter. Be sure to do that. That gives you all of the articles we put out for the day, including the morning show archive. So all the links, uh, anything that we talk about here, all that will be in the archive. And uh, so be sure and sign up for that. And you should get it late afternoon, early morning, or early morning, early evening. Boy, I'm really off right now. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but you'll get that late afternoon, early evening, every day uh, from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And real quickly, before we bring in our guest, um, don't forget, Bradley's book and T-shirt are out now. Soldier of the Cross, you can pick that up for $10 in our store, which you can, which links right off of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And then also, if you want to go directly there, it's the Sons of Liberty, the Sons of Liberty Squarespace.com. The Soldier of the Cross book is $10. Uh, also new out is all the profits were pointing to the front. All the profits were pointing to the front. That's also $10. Both those brand new from Bradley. And then there's a t-shirt to go with the, uh, with the first book, soldier of the cross and, um, great artwork on the front here done by Eric, Eric Hollander. And on the back is that uh, famous quote by Peter Muhlenberg, a time to fight. That's $20 for one of those shirts. If you're double X or triple X, then knock about five bucks extra on there. 
you'll see there the checkout and uh, you can pick those up now. All right. Now we we've had, you know, talks about B17 and we've had uh, G Edward Griffin on to talk about it. Of course, Kate has brought it up. We've had our friend John Richardson on a couple of times on the show as well. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, we're going to have you back because we need to keep putting this before the people. Uh, seems you guys are really are latching onto that, how important it is getting back to God's ways of keeping us healthy instead of, you know, the pharmaceutical way and the allopathic medicine. And so it's my privilege to welcome back the Sons of Liberty, John Richardson. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, my brother. Uh, I know why you're nervous because you because you you feel like I'm so important and special. That's and- part of it. Yes, that's fun. No, I just it, the the further I go along in the day, I it, like in the morning. I seem to most days I feel like I'm more focused. There's not distractions or anything going on, and then as the day goes on, your mind just starts going. Rah. So that's that's pretty much what it is. But it's great to see you again. Great to see you. You're, you. I feel like you're a brother in this battle and you are doing such a great service for your listeners because the truth is this is one of those things that they've definitely hidden from us. And at the turn of the century, back in the 1900s, we cooked and used the whole entire apricot. Uh, you can see this little cut on my hand. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm out there packing. So we, we sold so many apricot seeds this weekend. I cut my hand packaging. Wow. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I just pointed that out. We did have a, a big weekend. A podcaster put some information out there, telling people the truth, talking about G. Edward Griffin. And every single time, Tim, that one of your listeners buys our seeds, we get excited because we know they're changing our life. We're helping you get your message out there. You're helping us get our message out there. And the, the truth is we have the answer. And the, the fun thing about today is we're going to get to talk about some good ways you can take apricot seeds into your diet and make it fun and make it fun for your family. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Just remembering to keep B17 your diet. If we can do that, we can wipe out cancer in our lifetime. So that in 2030, Tim, when we look back, kids will only know about cancer from history books. And that sounds like a tall order, but I really truly believe with great patriots like you telling the message to your uh, listeners, and then they tell this message, very soft approach to their friends and families that can you believe it or not, that we're going to, we're going to make this change and we're going to do it by 2030, if not sooner. Yeah. One of the things I want people to keep in mind all the time when we talk about any kind of health and wellness and things of this nature, John is like, when you're saying to do that, you're not saying, Hey, throw some B17 in with that pile of sugar, you know, processed food there. People have to keep in mind, even though this is natural, this is what God has made. He's made this for us. And we read that in Genesis chapter one, where it talks about the seed bearing plants. But people have to get in their mind. It's not just I can take one thing. They can't be like the pharmaceutical companies taught you. Well, if I just take B17, then that's all I need to do. No, there's a whole thing, but that's a big part of it. And I think that's something that your father had latched on to that we've talked about before. And we're not going to rehash all that in case people haven't been on. But one of the things that, that is out there, and we're going to be talking about, I hope you're going to share some recipes here, is yeah. the fact that the scare tactics of B17, of apricot seeds, of apple seeds, and all, oh, they have cyanide. Let's hit that right off the bat because that's what we're titling the show is cooking with cyanide. So tell us a little bit about what this cyanide is. Is it really dangerous to us in this natural form? And then let's get into some of these things of how we can put it in our food. 
it's, it's not only not dangerous for us, for us, it's it's essential for us. And so people are afraid of the word uh, cyanide because of cyanide hydrogen cyanide gas, where if they gas you with cyanide, it can kill you, it can do damage. But the the cyanide that's in an apricot seed in the early late sixties, early seventies, the FDA came out and said this can't possibly work the way these these scam doctors are saying because we can't separate the cyanide in the lab. We cannot break apart the amygdalin into cyanide, benzaldehyde, and two molecules of sugar like these doctors say it does in the human body because there's no way we can break it apart in the uh, in the lab. However, God created beta-glucosidase, an enzyme found primarily at the cancer cell, that does break it apart very simply. As soon as it comes in contact with amygdalin, the beta-glucosidase breaks apart that molecule into two molecules of sugar, which we, we know, glucose, which we know cancer loves. It loves to, it eats the sugar to grow, and benzaldehyde and cyanide, which are poisonous to cancer, and that's what happens when it breaks apart. Now, as I've explained before, rhodonase, which is found in apples and ape in the flesh of apricots, oddly enough, is the protecting enzyme. And that's the enzyme that breaks down the cyanide and benzaldehyde into pain-relieving uh, substances. So as your good friend Kate has repeated to me many times, she's repeated to your audience, the, the laetrile, when it breaks apart at the cancer cell, not only kills the cancer, but also gives you a pain-relieving effect. So my dad studied that when he had his patients back in the day, that he saw that these people had a sense of well-being that they hadn't had before with all the, the pharmaceutical chemo chemotherapeutic drugs that don't have pain-relieving effect. They, matter of fact, they have a pain-producing effect. So that hitting that right ahead, Tim, I, I love that you do that. And I love that your audience doesn't have to, they can go, go to Google and find out. It says in Google that if you eat three apricot seeds right here, here they are, three apricot seeds, you can die of cyanide poisoning. So here I am on your show. We're going to eat some too. I didn't trick you. I didn't throw them behind my shoulder. I eat these nope. all day, 40 a day. <laughs> Don't recommend that for a newbie because your body has to get used to breaking it down. So you will get an upset stomach. And because we're, it's so hard for us to believe they've lied to us, Tim, we'll go to Google if we have an upset stomach and we'll go, oh my God, I just poisoned myself. I'm going to die of cyanide poisoning. Well, I promise you, Tim, I would stop doing this tomorrow or even today if I thought some percentage of my customers were dying as a result of eating apricot seeds. It's not happening. It doesn't happen. The stories that you might find out there are lies. Believe it or not, they're bold-faced lies. So people have been eating apricot seeds for hundreds of years. We've known about the effects of, of amygdalin and B17 on cancer for at least 100 years, proven, and they're still lying to us today. About five years ago, Tim, seven years ago, uh, people would, I, it was very hard for me to convince people that we're being lied to about our health. But now that we've gone through this whole COVID thing, people understand that we're being lied to about our health. So it's much easier to explain this story now. So we're going to have some fun today talking about ways to eat apricot seeds that don't taste horrible. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you made mention uh, one time. And Kate, and now one of the things Kate has said about these is the issue of chewing. And there's something that happens with it that's more potent than it is put in the recipes and stuff. So I do want to make people aware of that. 
But yeah, I'm, you know, you and I, you're chewing on them, and that's what I was doing. This will be five. Wasn't, wasn't five something? Didn't they say five something? Anyway. Five, is, five was my father's. My father believed back in uh, the early 70s that if you had 100 milligrams a day, that would be a, that would be a good preventative dose. I believe it's I believe it's closer to 200 or 250 because here's why my dad believed back in the 70s that apricot seeds carried seven to eight milligrams of B17 in every seed and we've done lab testing now California grown apricot seeds contain about 20 milligrams of B17 so my dad always said five to ten apricot seeds which five to ten would be 35 to 70 milligrams of, of B17 if you multiply it out back what he believed, but now that we know they have 20 milligrams of B17, five to 10 is more like 200 milligrams of B17 a day. So that's a good guideline for me, five to 10, 100 to 200 milligrams a day. And my dad, Angie Edward Griffin, and lots of other doctors that I've talked to have said, if we could eat 100 to 200 milligrams of B17 a day throughout our lifetime, we could wipe out cancer. And I go back to that, wipe out in our lifetime. So it's not a hard thing to do and you can do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty simple. And you also share with us, you could crush these things up and like put them in your coffee or something, get a little, and I can, I can tell even without putting them in the coffee, I haven't even tried that yet, that I could, I could sense that kind of an amaretto kind of flavor that come through. So here's what I asked of you. Uh, you know, I sent you over and I said, let's call it cooking with cyanide. Let's make it something provocative that people will want to come in and hear about. And indeed, it is cyanide, but it's not a dangerous form of cyanide to us. It's something that God's given us for good. So let's, necessary. Without that, it wouldn't work. Without that, it wouldn't yeah, work. Absolutely. So let's let's take this um, because I know I like hearing about recipes, and I know there's some peop other people who like to do that, and maybe try something new with something old, so to speak. Yeah, here, so give us absolutely. give us some examples. What's what's some stuff that you got that maybe your family does around the table or some things out of the cookbook, which by the way, I was I was going to buy this past week, but they were sold out. So but what's some of those recipes? Let me talk about that. The little cyanide sure. cookbook that back in the seventies. My dad has a forward to it in the front of the cover of the book that said, if we as Americans all ate the recipes in this book, we could hasten the day that we no, no longer have cancer. That is the book. It is sold out. We, we actually have some coming in, and it could be here today. As soon as they go in, come in, they'll be up on the website. I'm going to send you one uh, on, on my behalf, Tim, because I want you to have one. But open up the book and the inside cover. It's funny around here. We sell every last book because a customer will beg us to send it to them. <laughs> I only have one copy of my dad's book back here. It's like, it's like gold. Uh, this book here, it, it's... Finally, I can tell your audience, G. Edward Griffin, who's ninety, going to be 92 this year, has gotten these books back to where he can reprint them. I won't go through. We could do another show about that whole saga. But this book, if you don't go to Amazon, but if you did, you would be able to buy this book for $170. And this is all the case histories my dad had back in the 70s, the politics and science and his stories about that. We've, we've talked about some of that. But the same thing with the little sign of cookbook sold out everywhere. Now they're finally got it to where it's formatted. And it's going to be back available. So in November, the, the five books that Ed uh, publishes are all going to be back available and, and everybody is going to be happy. They're going to be able to have this in their home. It's not something that the people that, that's, that scrape everything from the internet can stop us from seeing. So we're talking about uh, recipes. So one of the, the, the 
favorite things for me to do is to take my seeds, grind them up in the morning. I count out 10, I grind them in the morning, and I put them in my mushroom coffee, my Ganoderma coffee. Uh, there's d- several different brands. We've talked about selling a brand on our site, but it doesn't matter. Even if you drink regular coffee, it will flavor it with an amaretto, a little bit of a cherry flavor, and it doesn't get rid of the B17. B17, because it's a water-soluble vitamin like vitamin C, can last for 350 degrees for 15 minutes. After that, it vibrates so much, it'll break it apart. So you've got to remember in your recipes, if you're making something, to not cook it for longer than 15 minutes at 350 degrees. So you got to low cook it, low uh, like lentil soup. If you're going to cook your lentil soup that have tons of B17 in them or your lima beans, you want to lightly cook them so they're going to be a little harder to texture, a little chewier than you might like them otherwise. If you cook your lima beans past 15 minutes at 350 degrees, you're not going to have any of the wonderful B17 in there anymore. And again, if you can eat your lima beans in a soup or your lentils in a soup that you're not cooking for longer than or higher than 350 degrees, you're going to get the full benefit of those, those items. So that's easy recipes. If you're going to leave, you, you, you show a list of a lot of the things that have B17, but today we're going to talk about some of the, uh, I, I, I brought it up here to the, my right here. Some of the societies in Egypt, did you know that they have a, a, a snack, a traditional snack called doka? And doka is ground apricot kernels with coriander seeds and salt to make a, a savory snack that they use in Egypt. And the Egypt's do, Egyptians do it today. My son just spent two weeks over in Egypt with his buddy that was getting married. And they, they use the, the seeds very sparingly. They don't, it's not a big market over there, but that's, that's a traditional snack they use. So we can do the same thing. Grind it up with uh, the apricot kernels with some coriander seed and, and sea salt. Always use the, the, the most natural version of salt you can. And you've got, you've got a, a, a traditional Egyptian snack called doka. I like to grind it up, put it in my coffee. I also, with a banana or protein smoothie in the morning, you can grind up the seeds or just throw them in whole into your, into your, uh, your smoothie and enjoy the, the smoothie. Now, one of the things I, I warn people about is a citrus smoothie sometimes can release the, uh, can, can act as a um, beta glucosidase separator. And so you might, you might have a tendency to cause it more of an excess stomach. But again, I, I tell people that's not cyanide poisoning. It's just your body being able to deal with the, uh, the, 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 the side effects of breaking it apart at the time. So um, Europeans often put a kernel in a jar of jam or jelly to enhance the flavor. It's an amaretto flavor. Uh, we sell a lot of apricot seeds to a, a Swiss company that turns it into marzipan. Have you ever had marzipan? I don't think so. Okay, well, it's an amaretto type a, a candy. And the problem is they throw so much sugar into it that it kind of defeats the purpose of the, of the B17. Because again, if you're eating too much, ta- you know, regular sugar, I don't, I don't mind like a stevia leaf extract, which is not a, a normal uh, processed sugar or coconut sugar is also, we're, we're having a wedding cake made for our wedding that we're getting married uh, on the 21st of this month. That's made out of coconut sugar and we have brown apricot seed in it. And it's got, it's got a little bit of a carrot cake. Uh, it's got a, kind of like a carrot cake without sugar. So you're eating a cake at our wedding that's going to be good for you. Not going to have any uh, regular uh, sucrose or fructose sugar. It's going to have 
coconut sugar and I have never honey. heard of that coconut sugar. How does that coconut work? It's 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 made from coconuts. Uh, it's 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 sweet, but it doesn't have the same ill effects. Cancer doesn't uh, look at it as something it, it, it devours. It's it's a healthy sugar, coconut sugar. So if you're looking for something that you want to have the sweet, look for a coconut sugar. Yeah. I'm going to let so my wife know that. She probably already knows. What's that? I was going to let my wife know that. She probably already knows. She's already way ahead of me on a lot of this stuff. So she probably already knows about that. She may. She may. Like back before in California, they used to uh, grow uh, almonds and everything. You know, they would sell almonds all around the world. And then somebody got salmonella one time. I don't know. It was 10, 15 years ago. And now they made a law that every single almond has to be pasteurized at like 450 degrees, almost cooked for you know, 20 minutes or whatever the time period is. And it basically kills off all the B17. It's an almond. So almonds used to be very healthy. You get B17 in them. Now, almonds you eat everywhere are basically the nutritional value because they have to pasteurize all the almonds is knocked down. So guys like uh, Mike Adams at Natural Health News, uh, they find almonds that aren't pasteurized and sell them to their customers. And so they have a much better healthy aspect to them and they have b17 in them so uh the all the italians like to crush the apricot seed and put it in their amaretto de serrano cookies now those cookies still that you find at the grocery store even again that they have sugar in them amaretto de serrano cookies still have um, some b17 in them so you're eating a decadent dessert that the italians use with b17 in it so You've shown, like I said, 1,200 different foods, but there's some surprising places that you'll find B17, even the little seeds on the side of, side of strawberry. So if you can make a strawberry dessert with coconut sugar or stevia leaf extract, which is different than stevia, stevia is not the healthy version. It's stevia leaf extract, which is the healthy version, or coconut sugar, you can make a healthy dessert. So let's go through, let, let's see. Let's talk about, okay, I talked about marzipan. So marzipan is a confection made primarily of egg whites, sugar, or honey. That's where you want to use the honey. And ground almonds or apricot seeds. The main seller that we use, that we sell that makes the most marzipan in Europe uses 40% apricot seeds in the recipe. It's kind of a secret recipe, so I can't tell you the name of the company, but they buy from us apricot seeds and use 40%, and they're, they're, audience loves it and they're getting the benefits of B17. So, uh, so any, any, uh, recipe that can have almonds in it, even if you're using the pasteurized almonds, split it up, use 60% almonds and 40%, uh, apricot seeds and don't uh, overcook it. It might be a little bitter, but that you'll cover some of that up by using the blend. The bitterness will not be so bad that you can't eat it. Sometimes I, I know I've, taking some apricot seeds and they're so bitter, it almost makes me cough. That's good on the health side, but not, it doesn't make it delicious for your kids to, to want to do it. You've seen my, I know uh, you talked about my Be Better bar. Yes. Uh, I saw bar, that you guys have put them on the website now. They're on the website. They've sold out every time. We just got some in because they're handmade in a, in a, a home commercial kitchen. I, I call it handmade. They are basically handmade with no preservatives, absolutely no preservatives. They're not cooked. They, they're not fast going. So we've committed in the next eight weeks to get these mass produced, but that's a whole nother complicated process. But we sell out of them every time we put them on the website. 
And so they, they look like a little, uh, like, uh, that's the, uh, that's the eventual, you just showed the eventual, is it sold out now? Oh, good. We have, some, we have like 48 in, in quantity. So everybody at your show is probably going to, going to sell us out uh, as soon as they see, see this. So everybody's going to be mad at me. They, oh, you sold them out that fast. We just <laughs> put some more on this morning. I think like 48 of them because, um, anyway. So this is something that we did to show people that you can make something that's absolutely delicious with 250 milligrams of B17 in it. And, uh, and, and you get the nutritional value and you get something healthy and you get something with no preservatives. So that's what you can do with marzipan. Uh, another one is eggnog. Well, see, eggnog is not something that I would say be good for you, but it always has a spicy uh, cinnamon taste to it. You can, you can uh, ground up the apricot seeds Put it on the eggnog and it'll give you, with all that that's put, it'll give you a little uh, nutty flavor during the holidays that you're going to, you know, and I like eggnog. I know it's not absolutely wonderful for you because of all the sugar, but you can get good organic uh, uh, eggnog and, and grind up some seeds and throw it in there. Uh, another one that I, that are one of my favorites is apple bites. So you use uh, cream cheese, raisins, and ground apricot seeds. And apricot seeds uh, add a crunch to the snack while raisins serve as a sweet surprise inside. So that recipe is real simple. You just mix the uh, cream cheese, the raisins, and the ground apricot. Uh, the, the, the actual, if, if someone was watching this, they say, wait, I want to make it right now. The actual um, amounts of each that you have to put in, I can send to people if they want to do this. I, 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 you know, I'm just kind of describing some of the recipes that are, that are going on. Um, then we have almond Bavarian cream. Uh, Bavarian cream is a dessert consisting of milk, thick, thickened with egg and gelatin, topped with whipped cream. It is set in a cold mold and is unmolded for serving. It's easy to customize, and you can make your own by adding various ingredients. So, th- so we, in this this one of almond Bavarian cream, obviously, we're just going to substitute the apricot seeds for the almonds. So you're going to get a different flavor, and it's it's going to be amazing, and you're going to get the health benefits. So. You know, that I could I could keep going on if you want me well, to talk about it. Well, you've given a lot of things that are that are basically desserts and things. What about like regular? I mean, like a meal that somebody sits down. Can you throw this in some soup? Can you yeah, toss well, it on well, some maybe. beef or something? I, I don't know. I but, Thank but you for reminding me. yeah, sure. There's one that's fantastic. So anybody that likes pesto, any version uh, that you like pesto, whether you like it on a pesto on your uh, you know, gluten-free bread, or you throw pesto on your pasta, gluten-free pasta. I always recommend gluten-free because I just think gluten's an unnecessary thing that, that you don't really need. I know everybody eats wheat bread, but uh, gluten's probably something you, you could you could stay away from and, and have so many health benefits. So, uh, uh, apricot seeds, ground up apricot seeds in a pesto recipe is amazing. It makes it taste five times better. And every time I've ever had pesto. I use the apricot seeds ground up and put it in there and it makes everything, the flavors come out tremendously. So you can also put apricot seeds in a trail mix. If you have a trail mix, mix in, you know, 10% apricot seeds and mix it in with the almonds and, you know, cashews and, and uh, raisins and even dried apricots or dried apples, which have, again, they have the rhodonase, the protecting enzyme in them. That makes a tremendous trail mix. Uh, Let's see. Let me let me look up some. Uh, let me look up. If you, we don't have neither of us. Are funny enough to do this podcast, neither of us have the uh, the, the little cyanide cookbook. So 
Yeah. And that's why, that's really why I wanted to get it. I wanted to go and at least do one or two of the little recipes in there and, uh, you know, try it out and do some things there. And I don't know why my, uh, my system seems to be hanging up here with, uh, with recording. If I turn the jet on cool things off, that may change things. I don't know. There is no shortage, Tim, of recipes to do it with. And greatest thing is people have, have, uh, let me just see if I can, people have told me things, but here's the number one thing. Use it as a, uh, like the Chinese do, use it as a spice. Hmm. Use it on anything that you have pepper on, you're going to, you're going to see amazing flavors come out. It, God created apricot seeds to prevent the C word or cancer. I can do that on your show. That's what God created for. God created basically a plant for every disease. I truly believe that. I don't believe he created pharmaceutical drugs to prevent disease. I believe that's just profit motives to keep us always sick. Uh, nobody dies. I've, I've never heard of a single case of someone dying of a lack of pharmaceutical drugs unless they've grown dependent on a, uh, a, you know, a blood pressure medicine or something like that. But God did create uh, a plant for every disease. It's, 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 it's basically his plan. So, um, so anything that you that you're gonna you're gonna want to have as far as like a, a steak, absolutely Thro- uh, sprinkle some apricot seeds on it. And you'll the flavor will be great. Pastas, any kind of uh, you know soups, it's a great for lentil soup, like I said, or lima beans. Any vegetables, if you're gonna eat broccoli or carrots, uh, you know heated up broccoli or carrots. Remember, same thing with those. Don't cook them for longer than 15 minutes at 350 degrees to keep all the nutrients in, and sprinkle on some B17 on top of it. So just about every way you can you can think of a, a, a spice like pepper or salt, you can also grind up your apricot seeds and use it for the same thing. Yeah, I'm wondering if people could just take and make their own spice together. Like, um, you know, one of the companies I'm dealing with as far as with the uh, with the with the beef without any you know hormones, mRNA, and all that other stuff is is they come out with their own little deal with the spice. I kind of wonder as I'm as I'm listening to you, maybe I can combine some different things in that and come up with my own and uh, use the apricot seeds in doing that, uh, especially when you're doing grilling or anything like on a skillet or something like that. It's just great to have some stuff like that in there. It's funny that, that most of the recipes that we've collected over the years are all dessert related, like you said, because everybody's looking for a way to make it not bitter. But the best thing to do is just, like you said, use it as a spice, have another spice. And if you've got garlic and onion spice, mix in your apricot seeds Another uh, thing that, that people have I, recently that people have said is apple cider vinegar uh, takes the, fl- the bitterness of apricot seeds, chew up some apricot seeds and apple cider vinegar. It not only makes the apricot seeds taste better, but it also takes away a lot of the kick, the horrible kick that you get from the apple cider vinegar. Come on. You, what, what's that? I said, come on, really? No, it really does. It really does. We've had reports from everybody. Interesting. Apple cider vinegar. That kind of makes sense because apples and have uh, rhodonase and uh, apple seeds have laetrile, have B17 in them. And a lot of people that are watching your show right now have, will hear, oh, if you collect the apricot seeds, you can poison your auntie. You know, that's, that's what they put on uh, the boob tube uh, uh, to tell you the lies about, uh, you know, it, that apple seeds have cyanide in them. Well, apple seeds have amygdalin in them or laetrile, and so it's broken apart by uh, 
by uh, beta-glucosidase in the body when it finds cancer. And rhodonase, which is found in the flesh of the apple, is, is the protecting enzyme. So God didn't make, this is not an accident. This is a plan. This was planned out. And so that's why what everybody that I know that I tell that eats an apple, including myself or pear or peach, well, mostly apples and pears because the seeds are chewable. You eat the apple or the pear and eat the whole core, eat the seeds as well. The only thing I ever leave when I'm finished with the apple is a little stem on top. So all that makes it so you don't need to supplement with B17, but we're here if you do. And for any of your audience that feels like they haven't had enough B17 in their life, they can find ways to do it. So we, we do sell the apricot seed meal uh, on the website, which makes it easy for people instead of having to uh, grind it up each time they do it. We have a little scoop inside that allows them to get the, the seed meal and put it in their coffee, put it in their smoothie, sprinkle it across their pesto pasta, sprinkle it on their steak. Oh, salad, especially Caesar salad, wonderful apricot seeds are uh, in Caesar salad are wonderful. That's the 16 ounce side. I'm, I'm holding the, the eight ounce side right size right here. So that's the 16 ounce side. That lasts that lasts a family of four, you know, two or three months if you're getting everybody their 10 apricot seeds a day. Two scoops of that, and that scoop is a little tiny thing. It's not a big thing. It's about you know the size of a half of a uh, half of a penny. Two scoops gives you 10 uh, apricot seeds a day, the equivalent, because with the ground apricot seed meal, we've squeezed out the oil, which will go bad. The oil uh, will go bad after two weeks. So we squeeze the oil out and use that for you know, hair and skin and other things. And it, le- it leaves the ground apricot seed kernel. And this is something I want your audience to know as well. It's important to know that B17 is a water-soluble vitamin. It is the, so it will not show up in oil. So if you go on Amazon or someplace and buy apricot seed oil, thinking you're getting B17, you're mistaken. Doesn't mean that's bad for you. It just means there's no B17 in the B17 oil because it's un- the oil is oil-based and B17, laetrile amygdalin, is a water-soluble vitamin, just like vitamin C. You're never going to find a vitamin C oil because it's a, it's a water-soluble vitamin. So Interesting. that's an important, important distinction. So yeah, that, make that our- is something that we need to keep in mind when, when looking for these kinds of things because sometimes I bet they sell those and if somebody just puts apricot seeds and B17 together, they're going to go there thinking, I'm going to get something here that's got that and this will be good for me. And they're really not. They're, they're getting whatever the person said. It's oil. But if yeah, they don't say I the don't, other, the people would just associate it. I don't want anybody to hear that I think it's bad to have the oil. The oil is sure. wonderful. It's, it's one of the most amazing things in your skin. It actually takes off sunspots. And I can probably get in trouble, trouble, trouble for saying that because I'm making a claim. But you can try apricot seed oil on your skin. It's amazing. There is nothing better for the hair. I'm getting myself blurry in my camera chain. There is nothing better for the hair than apricot seed oil. If you put it on at night, the one problem is it doesn't, doesn't dissipate. So it stay, you have to put a cap on as well. But if you put on apricot seed oil on your hair, put a cap on, sleep on it overnight, there is, you, you will not believe how soft your hair will be. You should have your wife try it. We've talked for years about selling it in our store, but we've been so laser focused on getting B17 into people's bodies that we haven't uh, gone after the, how great the oil is for the skin. The Hunzas use it to look 90 when they're in their 120s or 130s. And you've heard that 
I've, I've told you the story of the Hunzas before, right? Yeah, I read about it in uh, Griffin's yeah. book. Well, they, they'll eat 200 apricot seeds a day. They'll, they'll crush the seeds and make flour, apricot seed flour out of it, use it for cooking. But they also use the oil for their skin and their hair. And it's amazing. And, and they, they also they also do not participate for the most part in Western foods, processed foods and things. It was when they yeah. did that that they got in trouble and they had actually their first what forty cases of cancer came out of That's that, true. if I understood the book correctly. You know, I I, I didn't want to just gloss over because I never know, John, who's gonna be listening. And of course we premise what we say with, you know, the Bible or the Constitution and so, so people might say, okay, this sounds great. You got all these recipes. What does this have to do with either one of those things? Well, with the scriptures, this is what it has to do. Because again, going, you know, we talked last week about going back to the old paths. They're old paths. They're ancient paths. This is not new stuff that John's coming up with. We may have rediscovered something, but people have known about this for a long, long time. And so we're rediscovering these things. This is what scripture tells us. Genesis chapter one, God created man in his own image and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it. That's what he told man to do, not animals. He didn't say man take dominion over other men. He said, take it over the earth. Okay. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, behold, I've given you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. And every beast of the earth, and every fowl of the air, and everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And one of the interesting things is... I just want to point out Verse that, that Genesis one twenty nine yep. is, is a verse that I've lived my life on for the last thirty years when we're doing this, and it said, "God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the surface of all the earth, and every tree which has fruit yielding seed. It shall be food for you." Yep. And in this instance, God was saying that this is the most important food, and that's my belief that yep. seeds. Are the most important food. They not only grow a whole tree that recreates more food for us, but they are food for our bodies and protect us. And just take that that verse and live it uh, uh, directly and legit, you know, straightforward, like God meant it. And you can change your life, the health life you have. Ed Griffin is ninety two years old and still alive and doing great, and has been eating apricot seeds his whole life. Interesting. Interesting. Fifty years. So anyway, didn't mean. Yeah. No, 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 that's, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. And, but this is the thing, you know, we've often been looking at ourselves and then many people have not even, and it's just kind of dawning on me. He did this for the beast of the earth too. Same thing for them. And look at what we give our pets too. Yeah. We give them junk as, as well as ourselves. And so I, I'm seeing this as a, as a thing in which, may, you know, we end up corrupting the creation and the very things that we do or that we don't do. Uh, if we don't do, we obviously aren't corrupt, corrupting it. But you understand what I'm saying. I just picked that up in here and I've got to be thinking, well, all this stuff has to be good for the animals as well as for us as well. 
Oh, you, it's just when I talk to you, you always remind me of amazing things I need to let people know. I have a good friend. Um, he has been uh, in a 15 year, I think he's 20 years into a 30 year studies on Great Danes. And he has been able to take his Great Danes and make them go from eight years of life expectancy. Everybody that owns Great Danes know they don't live very long. They're big dogs. They have problems. He has extended their life expectancy to 16 years. And that, I mean, and how has he done that? If, if I was to tell you he's done that with this newfangled thing and running around and, you know, having him jump and all these crazy stuff, he will tell you he gives his great Danes 10 apricot seeds a day and a whole uh, a raw meat diet. And they live, they double their life expectancy. Wow. Zero zero cancer. He has over 300 documented cases of taking pets, changing them over to a, a raw meat diet and apricot seeds. Now, I want to point out that my dad said you should not be eating protein when you're a human because the same digestive enzymes that, that digest uh, uh, protein, like meat especially, are the same digestive enzymes that digest the cancer cell. My dad said, don't eat meat in, in a case of humans and, and, and supplement with B17 at, at various levels. And that's how you're going to defeat it. But in dogs and cats and, and carnivores, it's, it's opposite. The only thing that is the same is the apricot seeds. And you've seen your cat or dog, if, you, if you're a cat or dog, or gets, feel sick and go outside and eat the grass on your lawn. Have you ever seen that? Yep, sure have. Okay. That grass that's in your lawn is full of nitrilocytes. It's full of B17. So if you simply make the change to feed your pet uh, ground apricot seeds or apricot seeds along with a raw meat diet, you can wipe out cancer in your dog's lifetime. Again, I get in trouble for that, but he has a website called Long Living Pets, and he documents uh, over 300 different, and there's other websites on the on the World Wide Web, if anybody younger than me would say that, the only old people like me say the World Wide Web. <laughs> I've had my staff tease me about that. But he, he, there is documented cases of animals uh, wiping out their cancer. Their, their tumors go away. I've had friends have a tumor on their pet's paw, and I've said, eat apricot, have, it, have the, your pet eat apricot seeds, and it goes away. It's, it seems to even work faster sometimes on pets because they don't people don't let them get completely to next to die and give them chemotherapy and radiation and then try to uh, feed them apricot seeds. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, that's, I, I, I had no idea, but I assumed when you went that, when you went down that road, that that's where you were going to point to that the guy was, was using those. And it just seems like that, that parallels what we just read there in Genesis, because God gave the same kinds of foods for the animals that he gave for man. Now, of course, we know later on he opened up meat for man, but in the beginning, and looks like for several hundred years, that was the diet, at least for men who were going to obey God. They're, that was going to be their diet. And uh, I find that very interesting. And I'm always, again, continually amazed at little things and how they work together, uh, you know, or are good within the creation. That's Those are some amazing things. And what this guy's done with the animals is is pretty incredible, too. Yeah. Well, and I and I, I'm I'm glad we got to have this show to talk about some things and recipes. Uh, maybe when we get the book in, we can do it. But the updated version of what we're doing now, Tim, is that we're getting this back in everybody's diet. 
are finding ways to do it that don't. I have lots of friends that have bought the seeds for me. And they sit on their counter. I tease them about it. One of my closest friends uh, lost his father, even though his father lost his father to cancer, even though his father knew about apricot seeds. He didn't, he, he, had bought, he had bought the lies, hook, line, sinker that you could die of cyanide poisoning. So he avoided eating apricot seeds. Think about that, that someone that knows me very well and all the things I do doesn't eat apricot seeds because they believe the cyanide. So they end up dying of the thing that I know that that cyanide prevents. And so it, it's a tragedy. But I finally had to tell my friend of 40 years, and he's a believer. But he, I had to tell him, if you don't eat apricot seeds, you think that I, you think I must be lying because I'm telling you, you can prevent your C word and never have to, you know, get go to have surgery and chemotherapy. You can prevent it and and fight off cancer, and it, it, and it's not a silver bullet. And you, I, 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 you, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It doesn't mean you can go eat chocolate donuts and brownies the rest of your diet and just eat apricot seeds. That's that's not true either. My dad said you have to avoid vitamin C. You have to, excuse me, avoid sugar. You have to add vitamin C and vitamin D and vitamin E and eat good uh, vegetables and you know get be be closer to God. Study your Bible. Have peace. Lower your stress level. Get exercise. Get plenty of sleep. It's a whole combination of what a healthy body needs. It's not just eating apricot seeds is going to save your life. You've got to do the whole thing. And it's called metabolic therapy or nutritional therapy. And Gerson did it. And he was very successful, had all sorts of success. And they took him down. My dad did it back in the 70s. And they came after him in every way they could and took him out. And basically, my dad gave up his life for this. But now that I'm, I don't have a medical license. I don't have to worry about losing my medical license. I just have to be careful. I'm not prescribing or telling people it's a treatment. I just have to tell the information. Now I'm getting all these people, all these doctors and uh, nutritionists and chiropractors and nurses like uh, Kate to tell the story, the good news of B-17. Dr. Carrie Madej was just on the Seth Wholehouse show. She mentioned two or three times about B-17 and apricot seeds curing the C word. And it just makes me so happy. She's a friend of mine. And she knows it and she's telling the good word. So if all of us keep telling the good word about just putting this back in your diet, again, we can make cancer be something you only read about in history books. Mm, That's right. That's right. Additionally, you know, I don't know if we, I I don't know if we went through this with you, but you know, we went with it through um, Dr. Patrick Vickers down at the Gerson therapy therapy place down there in Mexico, who we're going to have on Lord willing next week. Um, We're going to talk to him a little bit about what's going on there. Um, I'd love to watch the pod. Send me an email. Let me know about that. I'd love to watch it. Yep, I'll and, do that. And I'll send that out to my my uh, audience, my my followers, so they can watch it too. Okay. Yep. Yep. We'll do that. Uh, this this was from um, when I, and I know I talked with uh, Patrick about. It. I don't remember if you and I spoke about it, but this was something I brought up to him talking about the Gerson uh, Center and stuff. And this is from Daniel chapter one. And as I read it, Patrick says, "You know, that's kind of interesting. That's exactly." One of the first places that Dr. Gerson would have went was to Daniel chapter one. But what we see here is Daniel purposed in his heart, he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. And God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my lord, the king, who hath appointed your meat and your drink. 
For why should he see your faces worse, liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall you make me endanger my head to the king. And Daniel then said Daniel to Melzar, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat, water to drink, and let our countenances be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat the portion of the king's meat, and as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So he consented to them in this matter, and proved them ten days. And at the end of the ten days their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink, and gave them pulse, or some of your translations reads, lentils, which is what you were talking about before. So the thing is, is that these were young men. They were probably teenagers, what we would call teenagers today, maybe late teens. I don't know. But they're young men. They've been taken away from their home and been taken into captivity. What kind of integrity they have to not just scarf down all this food that they're being given, but they remain faithful to what they have been taught. And that is they were looking after the temple of God, which is them. They're, they're, you know, who we are. We're the temple of God. So they were looking after that temple. But the thing that strikes me here is this is not something that they just came upon and said, hey, we're not going to eat your food. We're going to have something else. They had, this was their way of eating prior to even going into captivity there. Well, it, it's, it, it was the way to prevent the problems that they were going to have from malnutrition. Uh, that's the way I read it. And it is interesting that lentils are such a, uh, a high level of, all this stuff ties in. It's amazing God's gifts he gives to us. Lentils are such have a, such a high value of amygdalin, thus B17, Laetrile. I know I use those interchangeably. For anybody watching for the first time, Laetrile is basically a trade name for purified amygdalin. There's all sorts of stories about left-leaning, right-leaning. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the molecule itself, but it all is amygdalin in nature. God created amygdalin. We named it amygdalin, so, so it makes sense. But it's a cyanocobalamin, just like B12 has cyanide in it. It's a compound containing cyanide. And so there might be, there must be a biblical scholar much smarter than me could figure out the biblical part of the fact that you take something harmless, put it into the body, when it runs into something evil, like cancer, which is going to destroy you and take you out, it releases these messengers from God, uh, cyanide and benzaldehyde, and takes out that evil. So it's, it's, it's so, uh, so biblical to me and, and reading about them eating lentil soup. When's the last time you had lentil soup, Tim? And you're probably more healthy than 90% of people I know. It's probably been some time and that would have been with lima beans. And yes, my mom, my uh, wife uh, will take some bacon or something like that and dip it in there too. And that gives it a good flavor. So good it's, flavor, but- I'm thinking probably maybe earlier this year sometime, but it hasn't been, it's been a long time because they're very flavorful. <laughs> every time I see it on a menu, every time I order uh, lentil soup, because it's, I know as a kid, my dad said that's one of the highest concentrations of, of amygdalin. Yeah. And so you don't overcook it and you have a delicious lentil soup and you sprinkle some apricot seed powder on top of it. Um, yummy. I mean, I'm, I'm like, it's lunchtime for me, Tim. I know it's three o'clock for you, but it's, it's, uh, it's lunchtime for me. So I'm thinking about going and get some lentil soup. So make those choices. 
I, 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 I implore your audience to get the list of items that have B17 in it. You'll find some fun things that you didn't ever think about had B17 in it. And just start putting those in your diet and choose that. Well, choose lentil soup over, you know, split pea soup, which has no B17 in it. Or choose um, uh, barley or millet over wheat because barley and millet have B17 in it. So if you're eating things, uh, you know, breads made out of barley or millet, uh, it's much better for you. Uh, Flaxseed, choose those over wheat. Uh, wheat, I believe, is a, it was just a fast-growing grain, and I'm not against anybody that believes whole wheat is good for you, but I believe gluten and the fast-growing grain is just a profit center. And a lot of yeah, what sure. we deal with in our, the things we eat, if you can eat the right foods, you can do some, you can eat a cake, you know, or you can have a beer. You know, I'm not suggesting to your audience Hey, go out and get drunk. No way, shape, or form. But God created that as well, hops. And if yep. you have things in moderation, a glass of wine here and there, um, you know, and again, I'm not saying that is pushing it on you, but if you eat the proper diet, you can have some of those things that you would otherwise think are horrible for you that you can survive and your body will have no problem with it. I just think sugar is one you should avoid at all costs. Sugar yep. to me is worse than than you know, anything sugar is just the worst. And that's, and, and it's, and it's, I watch people that eat the sugar and go to McDonald's and things like that. And I, I feel bad for them. You can still, you can still have some treats, but yep. avoid, avoid sugar as, as, as much as much you possibly can. Yeah. That sugar is the big thing that I see that, that, that entraps a lot of people. I mean, because right. ah, I just want something sweet. I want something sweet. And you've got to train yourself out of that. And I, I, I can testify it doesn't, yeah, you've got something there. Yeah. No sugar at all. And, and tell me it's, it's plenty sweet. That's for sure. I want to tell people real quickly, just so they know, uh, they can check out, um, the store there that John's got vitamin B 17, the number four and the letter U.com vitamin B 17, the number four, the letter U.com. You can use promo code Tim. You'll save 10%. And by the way, uh, not just that, but you, I think you guys, John, uh, if I if I go over here, you guys had already, when I went over to the store, is already putting the code in. So I don't even know that people have to put the code in. If you just go to my link there, it's there. Yes. Here's the thing. Uh, we want everybody that, that, that supports you to, to, even if they go on their own and they don't remember your code you just said, and they go to the website, yep. still put your code in. They'll still get the 10%. Okay. It's still for you. Great. So here's the key. 10 seconds, the key 10 seconds, support people that love you and want you to live a longer life. Stop supporting people that don't love you and want you to die. Stop. That's what I'm going to tell your audience. Support Amen. people that love you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John. We appreciate, <laughs> appreciate you as always. I got a apricot seed. I suck down there for a second there. Guys, have a great day. Catch Bradley at three. We'll see you back here in the morning. Lord willing, 6 a.m. Talk to you then.